0: you for tuning in. So as I mentioned, August, I'm celebrating the entire month of the one-year anniversary of the Q Chat podcast. I'm really excited. This is an important milestone. I can't believe an entire year has passed. So for the first few weeks in August, I wanted to actually republish some episodes that kind of mean a lot to me. Of course, each one is very special, but I just want to go back and republish a few episodes. I had some difficulty, I guess you can say, trying to decide what I wanted to publish for the second week because I'm actually rounding out August with some two new episodes, actually. So it's going to be one where I'm just going to be talking just to update you guys on the origin. And I'm going to actually be recording that one by myself, which is going to be new for me. And I'm going to also have a new one where Miss Courtney Paggie, my podcast partner in crime, she's actually going to flip the narrative and she's going to ask me some questions. So that's how I'm going to round out August before I come back with a bunch of new episodes in September. But I decided for this one this week, and like I said, it took me a while to decide which episode I wanted to republish. I decided to actually go back not too far but one that I thought was just really fun and sweet and that is actually with the sequin unicorn Miss Maisha Proctor and like I said this episode isn't that old but I still think hey we all need a reason to smile you know we're living in a time right now where it's extremely unpredictable we don't know what to think from the morning to the afternoon quite frankly so I decided to switch it up a bit. I had another one in mind from last March, but I decided, hey, I'm going to go ahead and republish the episode with the sequin unicorn, Miss Maisha Proctor. So enjoy and thank you for listening to the Q Chat and happy birthday to the Q Chat. Hey, 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 so we're recording a new episode of the Q Chat, and this one is going to be t- entitled Go Sparkle, and I have Miss Queen, Myesha Proctor. She is the sequin unicorn, and she <laughs> hails from Brooklyn, New York, so I want to go ahead and give Myesha the floor. She is a beauty guru, a public speaker, and a business strategic, so I want her to go ahead and introduce herself, and we're going to have a nice conversation and just being unique and just being our special selves in this t- world
1: today. So how are you doing today, Ms. Maisha? I am doing wonderful. I am filled with optimism, hope, and focus. And I hope that many other people who are tuning in are as well or soon will be after this incredible experience together.
0: That is awesome. So I wanted to talk. So I know everyone that has listened to this show, they know that I'm big on empowerment and self-love. So right now, I feel like we're in a very unique time space so obviously Mm -hmm. 2020 has turned into (laughs) something very different obviously no one none of us would have expected this year to turn out the way it has done so far but one thing for me personally I've tried to use a lot of this time for self-reflection so last year I'd already entered a different phase of my life just trying to pursue my dreams trying to start my business and just start my mission and purpose so what I wanted to ask you, Miss Maisha, I know like you, you said that you're colorful, and I've looked at your profile, and it really—if anyone goes and looks at her profile, which you will <laughs> give her information before the episode is over—I I doubt I, I would challenge anyone to look at her profile and not smile after they scroll through her pics. <laughs> because like, <laughs> you have this bright smile and just this ball of positivity so I just wanted to start off with despite everything that is going on how mm-hmm. do you remain optimistic how do you remain to hold on to you know your unique qualities just being happy like what do you do just to just to focus I guess is the best question
1: hmm well I I really loved what you said about, you know, kind of this year, right? And mm-hmm. it maybe not going according to maybe our visions and plans. I know I was laughing the other day because I had this really cute planner. I don't know if anybody else loves a good planner. I found <laughs> it. it was like, it was so me, colorful. It had all the little details. You know, I like the little full calendar page with the note page. And, you know, it, I finally found my perfect planner. And as we all know, we have not made much use of of these planners. But here's what. Um, my planner has become, it's become a place for me to journal and document. And I see 2020, if we think about that right, even from a vision standpoint, as we are our clearest right now Mm. to see and identify what we need, what we've been missing, what we desire, what we crave. I think in, in a lot of ways, we could be overcome with COVID and being cooped up or life slowing down. But we can have that 2020 vision to say, here's a chance for me to maybe try something new, like investing more in an incredible podcast or um, educating myself more or just falling more in love with myself. So I think first and foremost, how I stay positive um, every day, but mainly in this year, is to keep a vision on self-evolution. And in a lot of ways, uh, doing that is... Starting every day with with kind of affirmative positive language. And I remember hearing this from Oprah by way of Joel Olstein, which regardless of religious affiliation that you have, I think he's a great storyteller and um yeah. uh motivator. But he said, mm-hmm. you know, whatever comes after the words I am, right, will come looking for you. <laughs> mm. And I think that has, is so powerful. And that is part of how I start every day. Because sometimes, you know, listen, I'm over 30. Things be aching and quaking. And, <laughs> you know, it's like you have a couple glasses of wine and you just don't bounce back the same. Right. Um, and it's so easy for us to say, right, oh, I'm tired or my back hurts or I'm, I'm discouraged. And I always have that in my mind. Oh, oh no, I don't want that come looking for me. So, mm. I really change it around to i 'm going to get up and stretch I am going to stretch, so I feel you know my back isn't hurting or much or i'm going to make some phone calls or sign some petitions instead of i'm hurt i'm i'm you know i I'm, I'm oppressed i'm dis- you know i'm discouraged I am healthy, i am wise, i am strong i am worthy of love i think sometimes just waking up or going to bed saying i am worthy that worth Mm. will come to you so that is really one of the key i'd say foundational behaviors that guides me and that's what comes forward in my expression in my everyday life and then that is just mirrored in my social media posts um, Mm -hmm. that i am and what do i want to come looking for me
0: I love that. And I've spoken about this a lot. I know like when the whole COVID situation first happened, I was, I was riding the fence on as far as if I wanted to even discuss it really on the podcast. Cause I do like to, you know, just stick with the whole train of being positive, but mm-hmm. it got to the point where it was like, there's no way to not address it. Um, And I mentioned social media because obviously social media is a huge machine. I mean, I use social media every single day. It's just a part of, you know, my business. It's a part of my influence. Um, And I've also talked a lot about just being mindful also about how social we are on social media, I guess I can say, you know, what we absorb, you know, because energy is important. And I think this time period, if anything, has showed us a lot as far as what we take in you know, this is a unique situation where we had a virus where we literally could not be around people. Mm-hmm. So in that same mind frame, I think with the social media, we also had to be mindful of what we could catch, you know, from what we're absorbing. Mm-hmm. So I know like I've, I've tried to be very mindful of being positive, you know, um, and obviously now we're in a social situation where as far as the social injustice, where we want to educate. So I think it's important what you said, just, what we take in, because it's important, you know, so mm-hmm. just the self affirmations and watching what we say and just using social media as a positive force too, you know, so that we need a break. Sometimes we need a mental break. We need a, a, a recourse that so we can go to and be like, okay, so this is my happy place. Mm-hmm. This is my place where I can have some peace, where I can have some solitude, where I can get to a space where I'm not necessarily reminded of what's taking place or I can just take a break, you know, and have some downtime. So, and I know that you're in New York right now, which I know like in New Orleans, that was one of the hot spots, you know, where I'm located and New York obviously is a really busy area in general. What do you do to find your happy place as well? Cause I know you mentioned some things that, you know, you do to have your peace and you just seem so positive. So so what are your takes on just, you know, keeping this positivity because unfortunately we really don't know how long this is This is all going to last. This is, 2020 has just really turned and it's really manifested into something I think has taken a lot of us by surprise. So I think a lot of us are dealing with shock, probably some post-traumatic situations mm-hmm. because we're really trying to absorb what's going on. A lot of us was affected by the virus, you know, either directly or indirectly with our loved ones and our friends. So then, of course, with the social injustice, for me, I I was just at a level of frustration and numbness when everything happened with George Floyd because I've always been very adamant about things that have taken place in this world. So a lot of it, I was just like, I was really numb. You know, mm-hmm. I really couldn't be shocked because unfortunately this keeps happening. So I was just really numb. So what would you say as far as, How can we just keep that mind frame to know that, you know, eventually things—I would pray, you know—will get better. There's going to be, you know, there's another side to the hill that we're climbing right Mm -hmm. now. So, what's your take on how we can move forward? You know, how we can find that peace, how we can make sure we don't let negativity really, truly get us down.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think everything starts with having a roadmap and what I recommend to people to do is every night create a things to do list with three key categories, self-care, social care, and give care. So self-care, social care, and give care. So every night before you go to bed, you're going to write something down in each of those categories that you are going to commit to doing the next day. And this is where kind of all my worlds collide from beauty to um, self-advocacy, you know, kind of positive spirit, but also um, self-esteem and, you know, self-awareness and then also giving to others what we would like to receive. So under self-care, you know, things like doing a face mask is so nourishing. It feels like a little spa treatment and it gives you a chance to be present and, you know, putting something on that maybe gives you a tingling sensation or a cooling sensation it really puts you in a very present and clear and self-connected state of mind. Painting your nails, you can't help but to concentrate and you know try to get it right. Unless somebody is like totally ambidextrous. <laughs> I gotta focus, you know, trying to get the left hand done, you know, right handed. <laughs> so I'm like, but it it fo- it forces you in a way to be connected to yourself. Um, joining on a dance class on YouTube and just feeling your body and moving. And here's the awesome thing, you know, I went to college at Xavier in New Orleans and I remember when I first started, you know, they were like, girl, you got to learn these dances, girl. I'm like, okay, you know. And after a while, I couldn't get all the dances, you know, I was like, but you know what? One of my friends said, girl, just move. If nothing else, just move your body, you know. And that was so freeing. And sometimes, you know, the good thing is about being in, quarantine is that you can dance. Nobody see your moves. Don't, it don't matter how offbeat you are, how rough <laughs> it is. just move your body. And that gives you a sense of, of connectedness and a release of stress and anxiety. So self-care, you know, what will you do? This is on our things to do list, right? What will you do for self-care the next day? And write that down. Then the social care. So you talked a lot about what we're going through with the injustice and the emotions that we naturally feel watching George Floyd be murdered, calling out for his mother and connected, that impacted all of us because we can see ourselves in him, our family members, our our humanity in him. And I think that when we feel like we're taking action, that gives us some power back because that's really what we wa- We we watched him lose and we felt mm. inevitably that we lost too we felt powerless. And when we felt powerless, just like a battery dying out of energy, we can't move forward. And so get your power back, regain that power, call your mayors, write your emails, send your petitions. This is where I think social media can have a positive place, express yourself. And you know what, if you're not open for anybody's opinion, Cut off the comments for the day. You can do that. That's okay. Mm, You know, you don't have to debate your space and your your energy and your spirit in this time. But get it out like writing down a good journal entry or a diary entry and let the world see you. Get that power back. Maybe jump on a Zoom call with, with coworkers or friends and say, I'm inviting you to this to hear my story. And, you Mm. know, again, I want to share it with you. I want you to ask questions, but I want to regain my power by expressing my experience. So create that space of social care. What will you do for social care to give back and regain that sense of power in in yourself and in your sense of belief? And then the third category, right, is that give care. And it is something Mm. so special that invokes light in us, when we do unto others when we help others to reignite their flame so what could that look like every week i send two handwritten notes out cuz i also think time management is important you know we're already juggling a lot so i don't overcommit but i send two handwritten notes to someone in my life i make it light i might just share a recipe i tried or something new that's happening the you know the trees are blooming and killing my allergies but they're blooming And, you know, I just check in on them and the response of someone getting a beautiful handwritten card in the mail. Oh, thank you for thinking of me. I know that uplifts them. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we text a lot and every now and then I'll surprise somebody with a FaceTime or a phone call because it's a deeper connection than normal. The other day in Brooklyn, the, the ice cream man came down the street and that I don't know in anybody else's neighborhood, but that's a special moment. Um, especially it kind of indicates summer and it brings back that child in you, right? Chasing the ice cream, man. So me and my <laughs> my neighbor ran out for the ice cream, man. She was laughing. She was like, girl, I even got a bra. Okay, I'm trying to get me a popsicle. And um, we laughed a bit. You know, we were social distancing in line for the ice cream. But I told the ice cream, uh, I gave the guy, you know, mine was like $5 or whatever. I gave him 10. And I said, you know, I want to pay for her ice cream. And Mm. when she, you know, got her ice cream, she was like, you know, looking around for me because I was already walking off. Because, you know, you can do gestures that don't always, you know, aren't always waiting for someone to respond. You can just do kind things. But she was like, she just yelled out, thank you. You made my day. (laughs) So, you know, I think how will you give care? And by doing mm-hmm. that, you'll enrich your life in so many ways. So at night, you you have your little notebook, your notepad, a post-it, write one thing you're going to do for self-care, one thing you're going to do for social care, and one thing you're going to do to give care. And that is your little action plan for the next day. That would be, yeah, that would be what I would recommend. And I think when you're focused on what you're going to do in those three areas and actually doing it. You actually have no room, if you think about it, right, to receive as much mm-hmm. negativity mm-hmm. or fill your space with, with some of the heavier emotions because you're committed to that action plan. So that's personally what I do. And I hope that maybe that helps some others to bring a little bit more light and joy and optimism and gives you something to look forward to. Imagine writing that down at night and you're like, oh, I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm going to do a face mask. I'm going <laughs> to paint my nails. I'm a you know, sign some petitions, I'm gonna call my grandma, you know, it it gives you something to look forward to.
0: Right. And I was just about to say that it gives you something to look forward to. And that's what we need in general. (laughs) If it's just looking something to look forward to the next day, I think it's something to just give us a bit of sparkle. So I know one of the things that you mentioned, you labeled yourself as the sequent, the sequent unicorn. <laughs> so can you elaborate? And I wanted, to, and I know I kind of dived in and just started running my mouth, but um, we can backtrack a little bit. If you can just give everybody, you know, your background. I know you're the sequent unicorn. I know you're a beauty guru and everything. But um, if you want to fill in everyone on your background and just how you came to be, yeah, absolutely. Well,
1: so I am originally. A Chi Town girl. I was raised in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, My parents, my grandparents are both from the South. So I had kind of a merge of very urban city and good Southern hospitality upbringing. And, um, you know, my father is an entertainer, a singer, and my mom is in kind of PR and corporate um, strategy and business. So I also had the worlds of discipline and time management and working hard merged with be creative and, you know, let your spirit shine and show your talents. And all of that comes together really in um, who I am. I had always had the vision of wanting to be an attorney. I used to dress up in like high heels and my mom's clothes, you know, suits. (laughs) I just, I just thought that was such a great, job. Like I would watch lawyers on TV and I love the way they would speak up for people. And I think that's kind of always been a big part of my why of helping people find their voice. But I just wanted to do that. And that was my focus and career path. And when I actually went to college in New Orleans, far from home, I wanted something so different. I was like, (laughs) I don't want my mom to be able to pop up. I want to be able to try something new. I remember the first time I went for my college visit and we were work- walking around the campus, and someone was like, Hey, baby. Hey, baby. I was like, Oh, I'm everybody's <laughs> baby here. I love it. I felt like I was home. And, um, but when I went to Xavier, I studied English with the vision of going to law school. And I also studied vocal um, music uh, with a focus on op- 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 operatic vocal performance. So I acquired my oh, dad's wow. singing ability. I wanted to be a lawyer. People always ask me all the time, Girl, what were you going to? He was going, I was like, I don't know, maybe I would have been a singing attorney <laughs> or an entertainment attorney. I, I didn't have it all figured out. But I, I knew that, you know, back to very much those are kind of the two worlds of my parents, right, coming together um, in me. But Hurricane Katrina really threw things off as it did for many people. Mm. That was my right. senior year of college. And, you know, we weren't going to graduate on time in May. We weren't going to graduate till August. And so I wasn't going to be on track to be able to apply for law school in time. So um, Mm -hmm. I took a little break in thinking, okay, well, what do I want to do? I'll study for the LSAT and, you know, get into the next year, you know, for law school. And a friend said Mm -hmm. to me just over, you know, we're sitting over coffee one day and she was like, girl. Now, with all your personality and all your color, you know you don't want to be in somebody's law firm wearing brown suits. Like, you should, and she said to me, you should consider the beauty industry. And I had Mm -hmm. always had, like, a love for, you know, I used to have my little MAC lip gloss, lip gloss, and, you know, I used to read magazines and be so fascinated by it, but I never really thought Mm -hmm. of it as, like, being able to have a serious career, you know, in beauty, Um, So I hadn't really given it much thought. And as I started to do some research and reach out to different beauty companies for roles and opportunities, I began to get really excited because back to why I wanted to be a lawyer was to be a voice for people, to help people feel heard and valued. And in watching what my friends and colleagues were doing who were in the industry, helping people feel more confident and comfortable in their skin and you know, shoulders back and stand taller and feel more confident going on that interview or that date, I was like, oh, this is, this really does align with who I am. And so my first, Mm -hmm. my career started off at Sephora. I worked my way, literally when you start there, you started, you know, cashier, you know, they start you from the beginning, Mm -hmm. but I, I really worked hard and I got all the trainings and, you know, developed my skills and artistry and skincare expertise And I went from there to own my own um, makeup artistry business with a focus on celebrity clients, television, and film. And I had such a great time from getting people ready for red carpets and photo shoots and weddings and, you know, special events and hearing their stories. And, you know, I'll say this. There are so many people who we admire and look up to and sometimes Mm -hmm. compare. But I just want to say that, you know, all the celebrities that you admire, they at one point were just that girl or that guy, you know, trying to pursue their dreams. And even in their celebrity, in their space, they still, too, have struggles with optimism and confidence and knowing right from wrong and self-belief. So be inspired by them, but also know, you know, they they're walking a journey similar to you as well. And in many ways, you are an inspiration um to them as well. And I learned that by spending a lot of time with um, you know, my celebrity clients. And from there, you know, the economy took a, a turn. And we were all remember that we were like, everything felt like it was like, yes. budget started getting cut. People were like, oh, we don't need a makeup artist no more. I was like, oh, okay. So I looked around and I realized that though I had a business, I didn't have, you know, I hadn't gone to business school. So I really was more so mm-hmm. making good money off of a hobby. And that's mm-hmm. what inspired me to get into corporate beauty. Because I said, you know what, I need to learn you know, truly the ins and outs of business and strategy and, um, you know, company development and structure. And, Mm -hmm. you know, similarly, and I want to say this to people, it's okay to start again to grow. I had to start again. And I started in a role that I could have easily said, oh, I'm overqualified, right? I've been here before.
0: Right. But
1: you got to sometimes have humility to say, you know, sometimes I restart to catapult me. So-
0: can you repeat that part?
1: Because I, <laughs> I try to drive that to people yes. too. Because I know what my journey,
0: when I decided to walk away from the payroll industry and we have so many so many similarities, you know, like I had a talent for makeup and I wanted to do my empowerment, things of that nature. I, and I remember I was telling a guy I was dating at the time, we went to dinner, and we're going over some ideas. I had just left the job like maybe a few weeks prior and I mentioned, well, maybe I'll apply at Mac. And he was like, no, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, you know, why? Yeah. You know, like I kind of felt like, like I felt like reduced when he said it. I'm like, well, if I want to learn makeup and expand, I, I need to be around it. So I'm like, okay, if I'm working at a Mac counter, I'm working at a Mac counter. Like, so what? Like I'm in the store, you know? So I just wanted to interrupt for a second. Like for anyone that's listening, you heard what she said. Humility is a plus, yes. especially when you're branching out and starting on your own. Like don't ever think that something is, beneath you are you're subservient you know like it's part of the growth so when you said that it just rung to me so i didn't know i'm so
1: glad that you you know you were passionate to connect to that because see what you might have learned at that mac counter right is so many critical elements from managing a budget to customer service to you know if you had even been at one store and moved to another store you learn maybe more, um, you, you might learn new demographics or new cultures and their perspective on beauty. And see, that arms you to then, if you're looking for your next significant role, say, here's what I learned. Not just that I help people find a perfect lipstick, but I also understood you know, scheduling and time management and actually management skills. And so absolutely have the humility to know that, Sometimes a career path, and I I have never actually shared this sentiment. You know, that's why I never say I worked my way up. What I say is I worked my Mm. way to my goals. Because when we say work our way up, there's this illusion that everything goes like a ladder. But to me, it's like a heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. You might have moments where, Mm -hmm. you know, it's high and then it softens. High and then it softens. But if you're open to learning every step of the way, you can end up where you want to be. And it is not a ladder. It's not a, a stair step sometimes. So I just.
0: And you know, another yes, thing please. too, that we should take away and stop saying another thing that you mentioned also having that mindset makes you think that you started right. from the bottom. You know, and there's a negative notation in being at the bottom. So that's another way to to just take that out of your mind frame. Like we're not at the bottom, which also goes back into humility. You know, I think sometimes we we think we're starting at a bottom, and it's a negative thing. So yeah, that's another way too. Like no, we're working across. Like you said, we're working towards that goal. We're we're rising towards that goal. But for definitely for people to not think you're not at the bottom. No, you're at not all. at the so bottom. Don't think that either because it's not a step down to say, hey, I'm gonna pursue my dream okay and and leave x amount of figures to start at another level you know to get to where you want to be so reaching your goal is always you're always going to the top I I feel like if if someone decides to take that leap of faith and to step out to accomplish your goal you've already leaped up (laughs) several levels already because you've taken control of your dreams and life is so short and so many people are sitting on dreams and they just they don't have the confidence of that tool, they're afraid, you know, to just go out and achieve it. So that's another way to think too, like we're not at the bottom, you know, so for anyone listening, because I'm big on pursuing your dreams. So that's another way to look at it.
1: Like you're not from the bottom. Yes, absolutely. And you said a word there with so many people sitting on their dreams and, you know, maybe bypassing opportunities. Maybe you are a director, but you know, to get where you want to go or pivot, You might be a manager at your next company or you might take a manager role in your company. But, you know, if that if you're a manager and this is what I tell people sometimes, sometimes you're a director. Right. And you're at a company and there are 30 directors. So you only get so much voice or so much influence. But, you know, then you take the manager role and maybe there's only five managers. Now your voice is more powerful. Your influence is more powerful. Mm -hmm. You can make change. You can get more visibility for your work. You can be more creative. So also, you know what you said, don't sit on those dreams of, well, I want to get here. This is exactly what it looks like. Be more open to say, what is the path? What is it that I'm passionate about? What is it that I want to accomplish? And then what are the the steps and possibilities for me to get there versus sitting on your dreams and sitting and holding yourself back because it's not the title or the money that you maybe were manifesting it should be. Um, Those aren't always the outcomes that lead us to our goals and definitely not sometimes the outcomes that make us truly happy. So that was a good word. You said there, get up off them dreams. And, you know, let's, let's, <laughs> yes. let's get some action and move forward. So, you know, that's that's kind of what has formed my career path. And, you know, when it comes to Sequin Unicorn, I think that is has been a journey of evolution. For a long time, my Instagram just said my name, Myesha Proctor. And I didn't really also, you know, I kind of posted things sporadically. I didn't really have a vision But one day I remember someone saying to me, you know, I just love coming to your page, you know, for inspiration and, you you know, positivity. And I thought, Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. you know, what if if that's going to be the constant, which is my life and I can be a little bit more conscious and aware of that, then, you know, what is something that brings me a lot of joy and inspiration and one it's sparkly things and you know I I, I it's funny because I <laughs> always I remember a friend saying to me one day and this kind of inspired that she said every time we go out I love that when I go in my car the next day or go to clean my car there's always a little sequin you've left behind that reminds me of you <laughs> and you know so that kind of sparked that you know how do we leave something behind to bring joy in people's lives you know what's our legacy and so that kind of inspired the sequin part of you know leaving a little sparkle everywhere we go and then the unicorn piece is that each of us uniquely as we are don't always give ourselves credit for how powerful and remarkable and special we are we each are unicorns and what we bring to the table Mm -hmm. Um, our perspectives our journey our style our our talents make each and every one of us so unique and too often I find people trying to fit in or conform or be like others where versus letting their own light shine which inevitably grants other people permission and a pathway and a bridge to let their light shine so that kind of is the unicorn piece so you've got the leaving a little sparkle everywhere you go with really owning your uniqueness and your persona and your special self. And that's the world that I wanted to create for people. So that's kind of where I am
0: present Mm -hmm. day.
1: And I'm more conscious and intentional about that in my own life. And then of course, helping to guide other people to manifest that in their lives as well.
0: I love that. And the, favorite thing I think I picked up from what you said when you you mentioned being intentional so I love that too to just be intentional about leaving that sparkle and about inspiring other people I think people don't realize like and this is how I kind of started my journey because my personal Instagram I would just post random things like you mentioned like random memes Mm -hmm. or just empowering things you know just posting it a lot of times just for myself and then it got to the point where people were inboxing me Oh girl, you know I saved that screenshot. Right. I screenshotted what you said, and I'm like, you know why I didn't even <laughs> really say it. You know, like I just took someone else's empowering word, but then I started saying things on my own, and I'm like, you know, people are right. listening. You know, so I how can and look, you said being intentional? So I'm like, how can I be intentional? To really move this on another level, to really empower people or to really help people, because it's not only just helping me, but it's also helping others. And it really does make a difference when you're intentional and intentional about your purpose, you know, and finding your purpose. And once you recognize what your purpose is, especially if you do have a purpose that reaches other people and it touches them, just to have that confidence and say, okay, I'm just gonna be bold about my intentions. And reach people. So, I think that's always a wonderful thing. So, of course, as we know, uni- unicorns are what we all view, or at least I do view, as something unique, something rare. So, I know, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. being the secret unicorn, <laughs> which I think is so cute. So, the way I interpret being a unicorn is just being different and standing out. And one of my biggest things, I always tell people to go love yourself. I always tie in how self love I feel is the heartbeat to everything just in our choices following our dreams how we view ourselves what we accept I feel like self-love is the pulse of everything so in order to stand out in order to be that unicorn in order to leave a little bit of sparkle in everyone's world how would you tie in the notion of self-love in order to be that awesome Mm sequence unicorn?
1: Well, I think it kind of goes back to first, as we said, you know, with career or vision of pursuing your dreams, I think having a little bravery to do what makes you happy again, will then put your focus into that. And when you're constantly investing in ways in which you're unique and you're special, you know, you're you're nurturing your heart and your spirit. And that's a big part of the foundation of self-care. So if in your work, you're not getting what you need, look around, you know, make changes, start small. You don't, I, I sometimes think people think they have to go from, you know, oh, well, if I do, you know, like you stepping out for your dreams and doing a podcast, well, what if I don't have... Don't worry about the followers. Just start pursuing the dream and sharing the voice and let it grow from there. So nurture who you are in in yourself. And then, you know, we talked about the I am's and and the mantras. I think that's a big part of self-celebration and, um, you know, putting yourself first in a lot of ways. I also think a lot of people don't adopt Mm. with friends, with coworkers, with family, even moms with kids sometimes. You know my philosophy is always we can't accept withdrawals without deposits, and mm. when we do that too often and far too long, guess what we end up overdrafted, and so mm. you know when it comes yes. to friends, if you notice that you're always the one inviting, right always the one, hey, let's do this, pause mm-hmm. for a minute and and if you're if you're not brave enough to have the conversation, you can just pause altogether, you know you just stop inviting. But if you're brave enough mm-hmm. to have the conversation or you feel comfortable, say, hey, I noticed that I'm always doing the inviting. Maybe they just say, well, girl, you creative. I don't know. I don't ever know what to do. OK, well, now we have an understanding. Or, you know, that person may say, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'll be more conscious of it. So now you'll start to get more deposit, more things that feel you. You'll feel valued and invited out. And you can get excited about getting dressed and where you're going to go versus always um, being the one to give that out. Maybe at work. It's always people asking you, hey, can you help with this? Can you help with that? You know, sometimes it's as simple as saying, hey, if you get it started or if you create the outline or if you send me an agenda for the meeting, then I'll be there because I want to be prepared. I want to bring my best self to this meeting or to this work or to this project. So I don't just have to get a stack of papers on my desk. I can say, hey, you know, why don't you take a few minutes and take me through what's a priority? what I should focus on and how much autonomy I have with this so I can do my very best work. Don't accept that withdrawal from you and your energy without a deposit. And same thing with with family and husbands and boyfriends and even children. Yes, you are still a nurturer of, of, of your babies and your children, but you can still have moments. I remember my mom when we were old enough, right? And I'm not talking about leaving an infant, but you know, when kids are a little bit older, my mom would go in her <laughs> bathroom and she would close the door, and we could play outside her door, but we couldn't bother. And she would have her me time. And to this day, I still don't know what she was doing. It Maybe candles, a bubble bath. You know, I know for a while <laughs> she was getting her master's for a while, probably studying, but she was not going to allow that withdrawal from us without a deposit of time for herself. And that made her mm. a better mother, a stronger mother. And you know, in that time, we would we would be sitting right on at the door. Mom, what you doing? She, what I say, thirty. You know, give me my hour, my thirty minutes. And when she came out, we would have a great time together. And you know, whatever the next thing we would do, cooking. You know, probably being forced to clean something. Then we like go back in the bathroom. Now we're coming out cleaning. <laughs> but um, you know, we would do something together. So, you know, I say just take a moment of reflection and ask yourself: Has that been my issue? Have people come over and over to my ATM of myself, spirit, my spirit, and my care, and withdraw, withdraw, withdraw. And now I'm feeling overdrafted and I'm not feeling fulfilled. And what are the ways in which I can restock, you know, refill that bank account and start to put some boundaries, healthy boundaries up that allow me to protect myself, my energy, so I can actually be better for everyone else? So, that's kind of my viewpoint as as it comes to establishing, creating, and protecting self-care.
0: I love that. And I love the analogy using the ATM, because that is perfect. And you're right. Sometimes we have so many people that they withdraw and they withdraw and they deplete our energy mm-hmm. and they haven't deposited. You know, they haven't they haven't put anything in to balance it out. And that and you're right, that could be in so many things. It can be in a friendship. It can be in a relationship. It can be in our families or our workplace. You know, there's so many situations where I feel once again ties tying into self-love where I think a lot of us, especially as women, black women in particular, I think sometimes we're put into the mind frame that we're thinking that we have to give, 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 give. And sometimes it may be because of what we may have seen growing up where we're thinking that it's normal that we have to give and we have to put in extra and it's just part of our being. Well, it's actually not. You know, we don't have to Mm. be martyrs to our purpose. We don't have to be martyrs to anything. You know, so I think that also ties into self-love. And I do always try to drive that into people that making decisions for yourself. For your well-being, for your happiness, it's not being selfish. And I think sometimes we we get afraid that, oh, if I make this decision, you know, how is it going to affect blah, blah, blah? What are, what are people going to think of me? It may look selfish. And it's not selfish. If it's going to be something, if you're going to make any choice, that's going to help you. And it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you bigger, bolder, fatter, mm. fiercer. Yes. Always go for it. You know, and sometimes, like you said, we do have to pause. Sometimes we have to pump the brakes on situations. You know, um we have to pump the brakes on things that could potentially be toxic as well. You know, if anyone that watches the show, yes, insecure, me too. I'm not obsessed with that show. Obviously, the big storyline now, yeah. So, as we know, the big yeah. storyline is with Issa and Molly, and I love how they're being honest and raw sometimes people are just for your season, even if those two end up, I don't know how to right. write this, but even if they end up working out their differences, sometimes you have yes. to pump the brakes. You have to take a pause, you know, to do that self-reflection and in order to know what you need. And that's the main thing. And that's one of the main things, my main proponents I feel when I tell mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. go love yourself. Loving yourself is also having that self-reflection. When you have that self-reflection, you can also figure out what is it that I need. You know, this friendship in the past that I thought was what I needed. Once I've done some self-reflection, I may realize, you know, this doesn't speak to my language. You know, Mm -hmm. this relation, correct, it does not serve me. This, This relationship that I may have, you know, spent some time with. Once you do that self-reflection, okay, maybe mm-hmm. this doesn't speak to my love language. And once again, as like you said, it does not serve me. Or uh, Maybe if you reflect on a situation even with your family, and, I, and I'm going to talk about that further. I have like some unique things going on in my family. Sometimes if you look into something with your family, you may realize, well, maybe I'm giving and being put upon when mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have to have to be put in this position and maybe I need to do some self-reflection and Mm -hmm. create some boundaries you Mm -hmm. know just for my well-being so it all ties into self-love and I'm really big on that so before we wrap up so something different that I want to start doing you know because obviously this is about the queens the key (laughs) chat is about conversation amongst queens so with my guests my beautiful queens that I have on this show I want to give every single person a platform and Queen my each a year. The first person to actually be a I part of this it. new thing that I'm adding on the show. So, so be honored. So something I want to start wrapping up my show with is to ask every person that is on the show, every queen, I would like you to just define what is your mm. definition
1: of a queen? What a powerful question. And I think I'm going to be taking that forward, by the way, that's going to go on my list of give care. Remember the checklist? I'm <laughs> going to ask some people to define their queen. Yes. I really think that for yes. me, how I define a queen is being, being, being open to learn, to try, to attempt, to cultivate change and energy while also not being afraid to fail and that mm. to me is truly how i would define being a queen you know if you think about even a crown of jewels each of those are created under pressure under um you know intense darkness sometimes you know have to be dug up and found and curated and polished and carved and and then set into that crown And so a lot of what we go through in life of taking risks, trying something new, is that darkness, is that cultivation, is that carving, is that learning. But in the end, we get something really beautiful and precious from it. So for me, I would say, and I'm going to really actually take this to heart because your question has touched me to think more about that, of how I wear my crown, to say I am going to pursue more. Mm. I'm going to try more. I'm going to speak up more. I'm going to stretch myself more because I have less fear of failure. And knowing that every step that I'm taking, I'm just polishing and cultivating and harvesting something really precious. So that's how I would define it. And that's actually how I'm going to view myself and my steps going forward. How do I step more into my Queendom
0: perfect, and that's what I want everyone to take away when they listen to this show. When they go back and listen to this episode with the wonderful Queen Maisha, I want everyone to think this every single day. She even listed the three things to think about before you lay down your head at night, you know. And it's so important, is what to what we put into our minds before we go to sleep. I'm really big on that. Because you want to have some positive energy in your spirit, number one, before you go to sleep, number one. So I want people to think more, everyone that's listening, what defines your queendom? How are you contributing to the queen community? What are you pouring into yourself to truly embody a queen and to wear that queen's crown with yes. some arrogance? <laughs> I always say queen's arrogance, just but not arrogance in a negative way, but just that confidence, that knowing when you step out people revere you and they know that mm-hmm. you're one to be reckoned with like you truly have that queendom you've embraced and manifested yes. everything that's been thrown at you so i just want people that listen to the q chat that follow me on instagram and that listens to all these beautiful gems that i've had featured on the show just think more on what defines mm-hmm. your queendom what makes you a queen so that way you can definitely Figure out the pieces to truly go love yourself and to wear that crown and to know I want you to go queen and know that you truly are the special privilege. You're the prize, you're the package. But I want everyone to think what makes you a queen. (laughs) So I want to thank you so much, Queen Maisha, for being on the show. Before we end everything, I want you to throw out every way that (laughs) people can find you, give everyone your social media handles. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for the
1: gift of this time with you and with everyone who is listening in now and in the future. Um, Yes, on Instagram, I am the sequin unicorn come along for the ride. Uh, We'll have a great time together. It is a world full of inspiration, truth and color. And I'd love for you all to be part of that family. Um, I also am, if anyone is a Facebook enthusiast, which I know for the young kids, they like, girl, I know my own Facebook, but I am on there (laughs) and um, I do a lot of educating and information through um, that platform and many things to come in the future. As like I said, I become more fearless and step more into my voice um, i'll be um, developing a website in future ways to connect with me, and all that'll be updated on my platform on Instagram, the Sequin unicorn. so come along stay stay tuned, and I hope that we'll be part of this incredible journey of stepping more powerfully forward as you said um, as queens together on this incredible ride. So hope to see you all meet you all soon.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you again, Miss Queen, Myesha. And everyone that listens, please make sure you go follow up the Sequent uniform, Unicorn. Like I said, when you guys go to her IG page, I dare you to not look at her page and just feel happiness. You're going to pick up on that sparkle. <laughs> that she just mentioned. She has a beautiful smile and just a beautiful energy. And I know you'll pick up on it just by simply going to the page. Like you will definitely pick up on that beautiful sparkle that she does have. So once again, for everyone that is listening, as you know what I'm going to end it with, I always say this and I will say it over and over again. Please make sure that you go love yourself. You have to have that self-love. Once you truly have that self-love and that self-care, you'll know Anything that's not going to serve you, I feel like it'll just repel away from you. It'll just bounce off. So just make sure that you love yourself, understand that you really are special, and also whatever dream that you have in your heart, if you haven't begun the steps to pursue it, what's stopping you? Start today. I guarantee you the spirit that is inside of you will lead you to the right direction in order to make those dreams come true. Thank you. you You're such a gift. You're such a light. I'm so grateful for you being a part of the show. Mm -hmm thank you so much for tuning in and like i said i just want to thank everyone that has rocked with the q chat for the past year i still can't believe it's been a year there's some great things that I'm working on with the whole Go Queen brand and I'm so excited to announce that my new book, it is a seven-day motivational guide. It is available on Amazon.com. It's also available on my website, GoQueen.com. And if you're just waiting for a while, you know, save some money, cool. I also have a freebie available in the meantime. So if you go to my website, Goqueen.com, you can download the free, let me repeat, free, the free seven-day motivational map. It's on my website, goqueen.com. So, like I said, I have some freebies for everyone just to thank people for just listening to the Q chat and people that have been following my Go Queen IG page. I post these daily crown jewels every single day, you know, just to drop some Enlightenment to people, empower them, make them happy. A lot of it is my quote. Sometimes I actually grab quotes from other people just to make people feel happy. But I decided to take those Daily Crown Jewels and transform it into a nice little guide. So like I said, the new 7-Day Motivational Map It is the Go Love Yourself Daily Crown Jewels 7-Day Motivational. It's available on Amazon.com. And you can also grab the PDF, if you like, on my website, www.go, that's G-E-A-U-X, queen.com. And also, you can grab the freebie that is the 7-Day Motivational Map. Go ahead and download it and have a little road map just to help you maintain some happiness and self-love for every single day. So go ahead and stop by www.goqueen.com and then head over to amazon.com for the new booklet. Thank you, Go Queen!